Hello, I'm Emma. Welcome to this short Feldenkrais lesson for children, exploring the way that animals walk. Let's try an experiment. Can you take your shoes and socks off? And then, can you walk around the room? And when you're walking, can you notice how much of your feet feel the texture of the floor? whether that's carpet or wood or whatever surface you have. Which parts of your feet feel the floor when you walk? Do you feel your toes pressing against the ground or your heels a little more? Or do you feel the texture of the floor more on the outside edges of your feet or the inside or perhaps somewhere in the middle? Can you go up onto your tippy toes like a dog and walk around the room that way? Do you notice if there's anything around your middle above your legs that you have to change in order to make that easy? Put your feet back down and walk normally again. Can you just have your heels on the floor so you've got your toes away from the floor like a hippopotamus. What do you have to do with the rest of yourself then? Do you have to hold muscles in your belly or around the tops of your legs? Is there anything different you need to do? And then walk normally once more. And then, can you alternate? So go on your tippy toes for a couple of steps, and then on your heels for a couple of steps. Is there anything that changes in the small of your back? Leave that and walk normally. Then can you walk on the outside edges of your feet? What animals might walk like that, just on the outside of, that, of their feet? Can you do it on the inside as well? What do you have to change in your knees and your hips in order to change the size of your feet that you walk on? Can you feel that? And then walk normally again. As you're walking, can you look down and notice... What direction do your toes point in? Do your toes point forward like a cat? Or perhaps they point a little bit outwards, more like a duck? Or do they point inwards with the heels out, more like a pigeon? Perhaps one foot is a little different to the other one. Notice what's true for you. What do your feet do? Can you put your hands on your low back, right where your pelvis is, and then walk around? Notice what moves beneath your hands. Can you change your feet so that your toes point outwards a little and walk a little bit like a duck? What kind of noise does a duck make? Can you walk and talk like a duck? What happens to your back when you walk this way? Do you feel anything different next to your hands?
Does the ground feel clearer or less clear? Do you wobble more or less when you walk like a duck? Let go of that and walk normally again for a moment. Can you walk like a pigeon? Can you point your toes in and turn your heels out? And as you walk along, how does turning your heels out, which of course turns also your legs in, how does that affect your back? What kind of shape does your back make when you walk like a pigeon? Is that easier for you than walking like a duck, or is it harder? Of course, you could also make the sound of a pigeon as you walk. Can you alternate doing a few steps like a pigeon with your toes turned in and your heels out? And then can you do a few steps like a duck with your toes out and your heels in? And can you feel that as you change where your feet are, you're changing the rotation of your whole leg? And how does that make your back feel? Then, can you make your feet point directly in front of you and walk like a very soft old cat? And notice what happens to your back now when your feet point forwards. Is your back working hard or is it soft? And what sound does a cat make? Can you walk and meow? Does your cat have a, a loud meow or a quiet one? How can you coordinate making a noise of a cat and walking like a cat? What other attributes does a cat have that you could add to your walking? And then can you come and lie on the floor with your legs long? Close your eyes for a moment and feel the ground beneath you. Can you feel where your heels make contact with the floor? And what about your lower legs, the calves? Where do they touch the ground? Do the backs of your knees Where does your pelvis make contact with the floor? The pelvis is what we call the skeletal part of our hips. So a skeleton is really the structure that everything else hangs on. We just don't get to see it, but we can feel it. Can you feel your back resting against the ground? And which parts of your back? What about where your ribs start? Do your ribs make contact with the floor? Do your shoulders touch the ground? And what about your head? Can you sense all of you? All the way from your head 
down your spine to the pelvis and down both legs to your feet. Can you roll your right leg on the floor in towards the other leg and out again as if you were a giant rolling pin. Just roll it so you're rolling your leg on the floor. Inwards towards the other leg and out again. And do that a few times. And then can you slide your hands underneath your back in the same place they were when you were walking, rolling your leg inwards towards the other leg, and then repeat that movement. And notice, can you feel any movement of your body over your hands? Change over legs. Try it with the other leg. Try it with the left leg. So you're rolling the, the left leg inwards towards the other leg, like a big rolling pin. And can you feel that when you roll your leg, your leg moves in the hip socket, and that moves your pelvis, and your pelvis moves your spine, so that moves your whole back. Can you feel that over your hands? Bring your arms out and lie them down at the side of you. Roll both legs towards the right. So you take both knees towards the right and back. And repeat that. What happens to your body now? Does your pelvis move? Go in the other direction. And see, is it any different in this direction? Where does your pelvis start to leave the floor? And how much of your back leaves the ground? And does your head move as you do this? And alternate, go from one side to the other, rolling your legs. Make it one big fluid movement. You join both sides up. Does your head move? And if so, in what directions? Does it move up and down? Or does it move side to side? Let go of that and rest for a moment. Can you bring your knees towards the ceiling and make your feet stand? And your feet, you've got the soles of your feet against the floor and your knees pointing towards the ceiling. Spread your feet and your knees a little so that they're just outside your hips. And in this position, can you take both knees to the right and back to the middle? Can you feel now what happens to your body? Does your body come more or less away from the floor? Can you slide your hands back underneath your low back? And carry on rolling your legs to the right. Feel what happens to the weight on your hands. Does it change? And can you feel that as you move your knees, you stop feeling the weight on one hand because you're lifting that side of your body? Can you do this on the other side now? Roll your knees, both your knees to the left and back again. What do you feel happens to the weight on your hands on this other side? Feel how it's the opposite side 
that lifts away from the floor. And how high towards your head do you feel your body moving away from the floor and coming back? Can you roll from one side to the other? So you repeat that a few times without stopping in the middle. One big movement. Notice what you do with your head. Does your head move? Can you roll your head with your knees? So as your knees go right, you roll your head and your nose to the right. And as your knees go left, you roll the head and the knees to the left. Can you feel all of your spine moving? Do your ribs move as well? And then can you change that so that your head goes one way and your knees go the other? And we've turned you into a giant corkscrew. Which parts of yourself come off the floor now? Is it just parts of your back or your whole back? Let go of that and rest for a moment. Bring your legs back down to the floor and your arms out. Put them on the floor as well. And notice, does your back make a different shape now? Is there any different parts of your back that touch the ground? Can you roll to one side and come back up to standing? So as you get up to your feet, can you notice which parts of your feet feel the floor now? Is that different at the start of the lesson? Do you feel your toes or your heels more? Do you feel the texture of the floor more on the outside or the insides of your foot? If you come back to walking just on your toes, like a dog, does anything change about how easy that is? And what if you go back just onto your heels like a hippopotamus? Is that any easier? And if you walk like a cat, can you sense that connection between your feet, the ankles, the lower legs, the calves, the knees and your thighs up to your pelvis and then into the back where your hands were earlier in the lesson? If you walk like a, a duck now, do you have a clearer sense of what that does to the shape of your back? And if you take a few steps like a pigeon, what happens to your back when your toes are on the inside and your heels are out? Then come back to having your feet facing forwards like the cat. What's your sense of connection between the feet and the hips in this position and which is easiest for you to walk in when you have your toes inwards like a pigeon or out like a duck or when your toes point forwards like the cat. Feel free 
to play with this idea further in the next days as you walk around. That's the end of the lesson, so thank you for listening.